Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I'm your host, Master Wife. And I am Master Joe. And this is episode number 12. And today we're going to be talking about games that brought us together. Yes, because gamers that play together stay, stay together. together. Yes. And so before we begin and get into the episode, we're going to start with our major heart piece of the week. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure I started last time. Uh-uh. No? No. Oh, all right. Well, cool then. I'm pretty sure my memory is not as good. <laughs> uh, my major heart piece of the week. Okay. So for those of you who are aware of the Amiibo struggle, the Amiibo struggle, uh, Nintendo's popular line of toys, the Amiibo figurines of their most popular, uh, I guess, franchise characters, Mario and all that, as well as some third-party folks. Um Sonic and Pac-Man and whatnot. Uh, they've been pretty daggone hard to get. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and you guys are like, well, what's up with, with this? Is your major heart piece of the week? What's going on? Well, there's been a really uh, tough, you know, battle getting Amiibos, especially ones that are, are exclusive. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one Amiibo, the Palutena Amiibo, that was exclusive to Amazon. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be just so difficult and whatnot. I mean, Exclusive Amiibos, they pop up and, you know, you try to pre-order them and they just disappear immediately. But for the very first time, probably since I ordered Meta Knight, I actually had an easy time ordering an Amiibo and I couldn't believe it. So my major heart piece is coming from (laughs) Amazon.com. They're getting free advertising right now because they made the process really easy. Uh, I did have to refresh a couple times in the beginning. Didn't start right when they said it was going to start. But for the most part, got in, got out, got what I wanted. And the postman dropped it off today. So I now have my Palutena amiibo and I'm very happy. So yeah, hopefully you got the two, right? Well, yes, I did because I had to get one for myself. And well, there was a donation that came through, I want to say last week. From Master Joe Gamer Show. Yes, from the Switch stream of $20. And it was specifically for a giveaway that I'm doing when I hit 1,000 follows on my Twitch stream. Uh, if you want to follow, that's twitch.tv slash masterjoe116. But they donated specifically for this giveaway. I already had some things to give away, but they decided to add more. So I went out and got a second uh, Palutena on a different account. So I'll be giving that one away. So I guess that's a double heart piece. Maybe even a triple heart piece. One for the donation, (laughs) one for the Amazon, and one for me giving that thing away. (laughs) Did they sell out? I'm sure they did. Mm. Uh, But I didn't have any problems. So I was just, I don't know. I was (laughs) shocked. I was just so ready for there to be problems. Yeah, we've tried this before, the Amazon Amiibo thing, and it did not work out at all. Yeah, we tried to get a a Robin and a Lucina, and it was... It, was, it, like, it didn't work out. They, it were, was like, they were there for like 10 seconds. Yeah. You were like logging in and you were like, you were already logged in. The yeah. last time we were trying yeah, to get I was a ready. Mabel. And because I have some friends and you in the clicked game start now. and it was like an error. And you're like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> and then it was like sold out. I'm like, in what in the world? It was in it, it was your in cart. in the cart and something happened and it wasn't there anymore. Wow. So. It's just, that's crazy. Yeah, I just had to say that because the struggle has been so real, but. <laughs> We'll see. Hopefully it'll get better from here. Yep. So this past weekend was actually my family reunion. Yeah. The Kali family reunion. So on Friday I got to, um, we had a little meet and greet, which was pretty awesome. And then the next day we went to this pulling park place in North Carolina and it's really nice. It was really hot and humid <laughs> Oh my though. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It was hot. Yeah. So, 
Um, that's part of my heart piece. I got to actually spend some time with my sister who has been away out of like in the Air Force and everything. So we reconnected. So all of my sisters, the four, I can't say Triforce, the four of us, <laughs> the quartet, the quartet, we the were able, force. <laughs> we were able to connect again. So that was really nice. And that was a beautiful heart piece. And I have another one too. Whoa. Um, also double your hot pieces. <laughs> one of my friends. Tabitha is getting married very soon, There's, and yeah. I went to her bridal shower um, on uh, Saturday. September. Yes, September. Do 5th. you remember? <laughs> so, and that was really lovely. Like her sisters and her mom put on a wonderful bridal shower. So that was Earth, was, Wind, and Fire for you, unpreached. <laughs> this is like your new word, unpreached. I, I'm, I'm. It's catching on. Yeah, <laughs> but it was really fun. It was really eventful weekend, and. It's Monday. Uh, I wish there was another day to the weekend, but yeah. it was really fun. And, and well, I you guys are hearing it. this on Monday. For us, it's actually Sunday night, but um, it might as well be Monday. It feels yeah. like Monday already. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend is officially on, uh, but at least we get to talk to you guys. So yeah, that's nice. There's another heart piece. Whoa. Wholesale on heart pieces. All heart pieces must go. Oh, you have another heart piece? No, that we get to talk to our listeners. Oh, that's yes. Nice. That's a heart piece. <laughs> Um, so now we're going to get into games that brought us together. In the first part of the episode, we're going to talk about games when we were younger that brought us together with our friends and our siblings and everything nice. And then in the second part, we're going to get into like what games brought Master Joe and Master Wife together. Isn't that like cool? Them love games, y'all. There's lots of dating sims. I wouldn't call them love games. No, they weren't. Yeah. Not at all. I was but- making that up. I don't think we exactly ever played a dating sim unless you count The Sims. Hot date as a dating sim. Oh, and the um. But like an actual dating, like a Japanese dating sim, you know. No, we've no. never really played one of those. Nope. Maybe sometime. Play the apartment. Yeah, it's not a dating sim. Yeah, though. it's not. It's like a anti-dating sim. Like you're no longer dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me, we still have to play the special uh, extended demo of that. So we may do another long play. And I uh, get some more video footage of that when we get a chance to sit down with it. There are some more things that have been added to the demo. Uh, so we will oh, go and check that out. That's a surprise for me. Yeah, that's a backer thing. We got the little backer emails from um, the team at apartment game or the uh, apartment game. So we will check that out when we get a chance. Okay, so I guess I will start with uh, when I was younger. When I was a young master wife. No, I wasn't a master wife by then. When I was a young girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, Nintendo 64, I, I only had a Nintendo 64. Like, that was the only system I had when I was younger. So you never had the Super Nintendo or any of that? No, no. I mean, I knew that, but I forgot, I guess. Yeah, but so, and... Like I had a, a next door neighbor and we, she had a, a Nintendo 64. So we would play a lot of games together. And one of the games was Mario Kart 64. We yes. used to love that game. Yes. But it wasn't the racing that we really loved. It was actually like um, the part of the game where you have the, like the battles, mm-hmm. the balloon battles. But instead of fighting each other, we would play house. <laughs> Wait. 
the wait what stage do you remember what's because there were four stages um, it was the stage where there was like four quadrants and you had your own little towers oh my goodness yes <laughs> did you do the same thing well we didn't call it house because that's for that's for girl <laughs> but we adopted forts oh forts. they were forts and you had to defend your fort with all of the like traps the banana yeah, peels the fake tra- item yeah. boxes so we would just like put all these traps at all the little entrances to the uh-huh. to the base yeah and you know the whole objective was try to try to crack through your defenses yeah and i always hated that part when you were battling on that stage because you don't know which side they're coming from like, oh there yeah was, like, if you're two, on the ground yeah, yeah if and you're on the ground man like oh my god that's gosh. where all the green shells go to die yeah <laughs> it was pretty fun i i used to love those like battle games of mario 64 but we used to always play that together which was really fun we also played um Donkey Kong a lot. Donkey Kong 64? Mm-hmm. Nice. Did you guys ever play the multiplayer part of that? Or did you just play the single player? Oh, single player. I didn't know there was a multiplayer. Yeah, there was a multiplayer? Yeah, not a lot of people know about that multiplayer. It was pretty good. Um, uh, I mean, it was up to four people. It was it was pretty daggone fun, man. What but, did you yeah, do? Really underrated. It was like a, you know, last man standing type thing, okay. essentially. They had some other game modes, but it was mainly deathmatch and, you know, split screen and all that early days of you know multiplayer but it was a lot of fun rare did a good job with that one i thought so yeah and you can't forget about 007 like we played that a lot when i used to be good like (laughs) i tried to play it the other day with master joe and she did i was shocked i i don't have the skills that i had when i was younger because she uh, master wife was like she came and she's like let's play goldeneye like you want you do realize goldeneye has no co-op modes she's like yeah i want to fight you I was like, you want to fight me? Mm. I didn't even turn on paintball mode. We fought with real guns. Yeah, but I kept running into the wall. Yeah, she just couldn't remember like what the controls were. Yeah, the controls are hard in 007. But you did beat that game. Yes, I did beat that game. I really love it. I especially like the part with the train. Yes. Oh, yes. The train train level level is really fun. It's annoying sometimes because like if you want to... Uh, clear it in like the the specific amount of time to get the 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 goal or whatever it is. Like they all have special items you can mm-hmm. unlock if you complete them in a certain amount of time. And that train is like sometimes you get it and sometimes you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Real pain in the butt. I think one of the things for me growing up. I mean, obviously Goldeneye, Mario Kart, like you mentioned, uh, Crash Bandicoot though. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! Like, coming off of the N sixty four side of things, I was there was a time when I was really like jealous of my friends that had a PlayStation because we had N sixty four and it was cool because oh we're N sixty four we can play with four people at a time. What can you do with your two controllers? Like mm-hmm. PlayStation had two controllers all the way through. I think PS two. Yeah. And then they got they finally got four with uh, PS four. But yeah, Crash Bandicoot. A friend of mine named Asher had that. And Asher introduced us to, to Crash Bandicoot and Twisted Metal and all of those mm-hmm. awesome, awesome games. And uh, he went to our church, so that's where we, you know, we met him. But yeah, it was a lot of fun playing that stuff, man. Yeah, like um, when I was younger, I would have this babysitter and I would go to church with her. And like afterwards, sometimes we would go to eat at someone else's house. Hmm. And this one lady, her son had a, P- or, yeah, a PS2 for Crash Bandicoot. or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um it was probably like Crash Bandicoot warped or something but Yeah, then. he wasn't there. Maybe it was a PlayStation. I don't know. This was like the world may never know. This was like <laughs> when I was in middle school, so 
it was probably the PlayStation. It could have been. Um, but yeah, so I would go over there and play Crash Bandicoot. I knew like that's how I found out about Crash Bandicoot. So I would love like every Sunday to go out like to her house and eat because I was like, I can play this game. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that worked. I know we like growing up we had a kid uh in our neighborhood named Corey. I know I've, I've talked about this before. He had an NES and we would go over there just to play that daggone thing. Like, man, I never even got to go because I had to stay home. I wasn't old enough. But my brothers would go and play. <laughs> and, you know, it was a lot of fun. But like a lot of interactions, people will introduce you into games. And I thought, you know, this is a really cool idea that you had. Like, you know, we can kind of go back and think about all the friendships and things we've started um, as a result of games or people that introduce us to games and how we mm-hmm. remember them because of games and you know, all this type of thing. And it, it, it's kind of surprising. Uh, for me, back in elementary school, my best friend's name was Adam Syke. And Adam Syke was my best friend, even past the point when he moved to California and I experienced the uh, the time zone difference, three-hour time zone difference for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was so interesting calling, you know, and like, what? <laughs> but um, Adam, he, I don't, want, I don't know if he introduced me, but we were Pokemon buddies. Uh, we would play the games. We would draw, you know, and submit our own new Pokemon, like to Nintendo. We'd like mail them off to the Nintendo at Redmond's office, uh, Nintendo America, and you know, give them new Pokemon ideas or whatever. I don't know if they took any or not. Probably not. Maybe I haven't kept up with Pokemon, but um, that. Let me see what else. He introduced me to Final Fantasy VII. Mm. I never played that game, but he told me about. It. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to this remake. Uh, we'll see what they do at PS4. But he told me about the scene where a certain character dies or gets killed by a certain evil guy i'm sure all of you who have played the game know but just in case no spoilers <laughs> um but yeah he was just like he acted out the whole thing and i was like oh my god that's terrible <laughs> and you know so that's how i remember my buddy my, my first official best friend ever adam psych uh <laughs> elementary school too um my friend nestor who we talk about a ton uh is over in south korea right now in the, in the air force and uh, we played a lot of Smash Bros. He was like my Smash Bros. buddy. So he would come over to the house. We'd play Smash Bros. He always played with Ness. And he like that was the first time I played against somebody who was really good at Smash Bros. And like he was saying, okay, well, yeah, my other buddy taught me how to use Ness. And so then we would all get together and start playing. And like it wasn't competitive, but it definitely wasn't like it was a notch above. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we weren't just going in there and, you know, throwing banana peels at each other. That was like the beginning seeds of my competitive and smash. And is that how y'all started liking each other? Because you Yeah, because we used to be enemies. <laughs> we used to be enemies. Like in second grade, we were bitter enemies. He would call me Josephine, so I would call him Nest Tea. Like the like the drink. Yeah. The brisk, you know, Nest Tea. And uh, oh I mean he'd get him so mad. But that Mario Kart come over to the house. Uh so much fun, man. A lot of fun. Uh, let me think. There was a cousin of mine. Who introduced me to the Sims. Uh, we went to go visit them in Alabama and they had a PC computer. And this is like my first experience playing an actual PC game because they have like websites and like the school computers where you can play, you know, number munchers and Oregon Trail and stuff. Oh, but yeah. we never really had uh, any computer games, I don't think, up until the Sims. And he introduced me to that. Oh my gosh, man. I think I probably stayed up until about five in the morning that day just building a house in sims i'm surprised that i never really thought about this but guys being into the sims yeah like building houses yeah. and decorating and 
Yes, stuff. it was cool. It's like, oh, you, you know, you get into that like shopping fever thing. And, you know, you, only with the cheat codes, of course, you know, put in <laughs> yeah. your rosebuds and your simoleons. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever played that game the correct way for like several years because <laughs> he told me like, here, man, just put in the cheat code. And you get some money. Like, oh, snap. Like, you know, out the gate. So I would do that a ton. Uh, my brother, Isaac, I don't like talking about PC games. He was responsible for introducing me to the world of PC strategy games. Mm. So Age of Empires, uh, the first one, the first Age of Empires, and then Age of Empires 2, uh, StarCraft. So he introduced you into StarCraft. He was the one. Yeah, oh, Isaac, wow. he used to be the one that was just like stupid good at StarCraft. I could never beat him. Oh, His strategy wow. was just so much further ahead than mine. He would drop in the back of your base and like nuke you and all these places. He played Terran. So that's, you know, basically why I played Terran. And, uh, you know, yeah, so my brother introduced me to that. And I'm a huge StarCraft fan. I've been playing that for quite a while. Not so much anymore now, but uh, I did try to keep up with StarCraft 2 for a while. <laughs> I don't have the I don't have the finger dexterity to keep up with those guys, but yeah. So he introduced me to kind of PC gaming, and from that, you know, that's where I get Steam now and just like familiar with PC games and want, you know desire to play PC games and you know with other people. Starcraft was cool because you could play it in Age of Empires same way. You could play it LAN mode. So if you had two laptops or you know whatever computers and you just hooked them up with an Ethernet cable, you could play. Mm. So, you know, that was like my first kind of, I guess, multiplayer PC mm-hmm. experience. I would team up with, with my bro and we just, you know, bash the computer. It was the funnest thing ever. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. And like me and my sisters on the PS2, um, we would play a lot of like Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal was really fun. Like it was so fun. Um, there was I, a there was a N64 like knockoff of that game i think it was called vigilante 8 mm. but same kind of deal but anyway but yeah we would play together and um that was one of our games and we also liked to play frequency a lot of rhythm oh, games yeah. i was not good at that game my sister brianna was really good so most of the time when um she decided to play i would sit there and watch and my other sisters would come and we would just sit there and listen to the music and watch her play <laughs> and be like a beast at it and I sucked because I don't have hand-eye coordination that fast. Like, ugh. <laughs> and they're coming out with another one, so I don't know. Maybe I've gotten better, so maybe I can try out frequency. Maybe, yeah. It's called um, geez, what is it called? Amplitude now. It's or called Amplitude, Amplitude, yeah. But same, same idea, same guys. I and I'll get all my it. sisters together, and we can <laughs> reform our bond. I got all my sisters and me. <laughs> and me. And me. And and I me. thought it was with me. With me. <laughs> with me i got all my sisters with me <laughs> we're still in family reunion mode uh but we're let me see what else who are, oh halo okay so i had a friend named matt lieb in high school and this was like freshman year and we would play oh man i would go over to that kid's house and just play co-op halo forever like and his um his parents i think were German, I want to say. Like, he was German. And they would make, like, all of this food that I'd never heard of before, but it was so good. But they'd be like, hey, do you want some of this? And I'm like, I have literally never heard of that. I don't know what that is, but I'll try it. And, you know, it was like bread or, like, uh, I think they would do shepherd's pie. That's the first time I ever had shepherd's pie. And uh, it was just really, really good. But, yeah, playing Halo with him. Uh, my other friend, John Soo-young, 
uh, in Maryland, all these Maryland guys, we would go up there and just have these land parties. We'd go over to John's house because he lived really close to the high school where he went. So after school, we'd go over there and just kill some time playing Halo. He was stupid good in Halo 1 with the freaking three-shot uh, kill with the pistol. Mm-hmm. If you got three headshots with the Halo 1 pistol, you, you, you got a kill. That was it. Um, or you could do a little um, melee bash to get all their shields down and then shoot once and then you could get them that way too. So he taught me that. So freaking good at it. So sometimes we just go over there and that's all we would do. Be pistols only and that's that's all you would do. Um, so yeah. And Nestor was in on that too. But there were so many folks we did, we did Halo with. Yeah. Ton of fun. Well, those are really good memories. Brings all these things, all these games bring back all kinds of memories of how we use these games to spend time with each other and have a good time. And yeah, they kind of so many. Yeah. They're kind of strengthening our bonds. And those are like a, only a few. Yeah, there's so many <laughs> because there's so many different stories like SC Tuesdays. Um, yeah. SC Tuesdays. We talked about a bit before that there was club liquid. Yeah. All uh, kinds of gaming communities of that brought people together. But um, now that we talked about other people, we're going to actually talk about master Joe and I, after this break. Well, hey, y'all. Well, it's Bug Henry, and I'm saddled up at the Mississippi Flea Market. I'm selling PlayStations, Segas, and Nintendos, and of course, Xbox 360s. I've been doing this from 1766. Who cares? I'm crazy. I killed a man. We got child care being provided by Bob Schubert. Hey, guys, I'm Bob Schubert. I'm look over your kids, okay? Welcome back to the Heart Peace Podcast. We've been talking about what games have brought us together with some of our friends uh, and, and just what those experiences are like growing up mm-hmm. in our childhood. Now we're going to get into part two where we talk more about the games and, and activities that brought, bring us together as Master Joe and Master Wife. Yeah. So a little bit of an interesting episode. I think the main takeaway uh, before we kind of get into this is think about your own friends and kind of think about how did you guys meet? Uh, was it, you know, involved around games? I know for me, a lot of my friends, even today, uh, there's, there's, there's a game in there somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you a board game or a video game. So think about the type of relationships you have now with people and just, you know, kind of do a little list and categorize and see how many of them, uh, you know, you met through gaming. And I think you'd be surprised. But at any rate, we'll go ahead and get into this section. So uh, most of you know, as we've said before, one of the first games that Master Wife and I played together was Gears of War 2. Uh, back in college, when we you know first met and first dated, uh, that's one of our go-to games. We played through the campaign of that, and it was great. I would play as Marcus, uh, Master Wife would play as Dom, and then when we finished the campaign, we would try to do the um, Horde mode. Because you could do that split screen, two people on one TV, and that was a lot of freaking fun. Plus, Master Wife was really good at that game. <laughs> I'm really good at third-person shooters. Yeah, I was the one that'd be going off and just getting killed, and Master Wife would have to come and revive me, you know, and save my butt. Uh, so that was an interesting twist for me, because I'm like, wow, she's like legit better at me at this game. <laughs> you know, I wasn't awful, but I was like, holy crap, man. It's because it's it ain't Tetris. So it's a pretty involved game and 
you know, it's fast paced and all this yeah. stuff you have to remember and mm-hmm. quick reactions for the chainsaw and it's like high stress environment, you know, and today, you know, look at, you know, talking about Master Wife, it's like, there's no way you'd enjoy that game. But hey, that's one of the games she really, really yeah, likes. I mean, it was a, it's a great game because it has not only good action, but it has a good um, storyline. So, and I love a storyline yep. and adventure. And it was a lot of different things you did. I mean, you did a lot of shooting and things like that, but there were like quick action events, like you know, Lara Croft or mm-hmm. those yeah, other type of adventure, yeah, adventure games. And so that was really nice. And it was also nice to have Master Joe with me doing those certain challenges and taking in the different characters, like. I kind of was like Dom, like the more supportive character. Mm-hmm. And I really liked to play Yeah, more supportive, more emotional. Yeah, it was really emotional. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> we also played Gears of War 3. Yeah. So that's... uh. Yeah, for those who haven't that's emotional. played, it's really, really emotional. Like, <laughs> I couldn't listen to a mad... Was it Mad, Mad World, World? Yeah, Mad for World. For a very long time. Master Joe couldn't either. So. No, well, I could, but I'd be like, so sad, so sad. <laughs> oh, this is so sad. Yeah, but, we haven't uh, played the newest one, which is one of the other games we're going to play. Yeah, we'll see. I know they're making, well, they had Gears of War Judgment Day, I think is what it was called. And now they're going to have, it was like, that was like a prequel or something. And mm-hmm. now they're going to have this other one on the Xbox One. So. We'll have yeah, to go we, and bum our friend Dino Pillow to, you know, rent it from Xbox one day or from Redbox one day and play through. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to like rent her Xbox one because yeah, we I don't know. have one. We have the PS4. She'll be fine. She'll, she'll just go play League of Legends. She'll be fine. <laughs> Halo's not out for a little while. Uh, but yeah. yeah, there was that. Uh, yeah. Back in college, there was also Rock Band. We would play that quite a bit. Rock Band, yeah, I would do the singing. Mm-hmm. Or like the bass. Or the bass, play yeah. play the bass guitar Mas- too. Master Joe was on a different league. I would always do the guitar because I love doing the solos. And uh, I tried my hand at singing and playing guitar one time. That was fun. But mm-hmm. Master Wife is a much better singer than I am. So No, but Master Joe is a much better actor than I am. Yeah, like, I would get like, into the role. I'd be in there. Mississippi like, Green. Yeah. I would. If you know what I mean. I'd be in there, man. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be going. Yeah, but um, music games slash rhythm games hasn't stopped in... We still play them today. Like yeah, now one of our favorite games is Rhythm Heaven Fever. Yep, Ribbit, yeah, Ribbit, 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 <laughs> Ribbit Heaven Fever. And it used to be on the <laughs> DS. Like we couldn't like. Oh yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah the first one was on the DS. Yeah, so do you remember they, how they advertised that? With well, freaking Beyonce. I, yeah, we Beyonce. just play Rhythm and they have the, the little like jazz singers. And I did not take it seriously then. No, like, I don't think anybody I took it seriously. It's like, what's Beyonce doing? Yeah, I was like, what is this game? Hey, y'all, I'm Beyonce now. I oh. sound like Mark Henry from the commercial. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, hey, y'all. <laughs> wow. That wasn't me, by the way. That was not me. No, it was not Master <laughs> Joe. But Oh, God, that's so funny. Yeah, but it was actually a, it's actually a fun game. I like both of them, but I really like the DS better, but... Yeah, it's weird because the DS one's not even multiplayer. Like, it's a single-player experience, but it's it's still very fun to watch. Yeah, it's and very fun to watch. We agree. The music was better in the first one. The the multiplayer and the like activities were better in the second one. Yeah. Uh, like the some people either got that tap and flick mechanic or, or you didn't. Uh, much easier to just press a button. I didn't get the flicking, but yeah. <laughs> I still like the music. Like I could just well like we'll listen to the rhythm having music in the car together. Yeah, yeah. Or or we'll like just at random. I might say peck your beak. 
Beep, 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 beep. I don't remember. Stretch up, Jordan. Ah! Or like. I love your baby. Spin it, boys. Spin it, boys. Wow. See, we'll just do things like that. Yeah, that junk is funny. Y'all should check it out. And then on the second rhythm heaven, we love the uh, wrestling one. Oh my god! Yeah, but that, but that, but that true. Yeah. Pose for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, we just like these are the random things that we'll act, we'll do in real life for no. It reason. may sound weird on this podcast, but yeah, it makes yeah. so much sense <laughs> if you're playing the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess there is that. If you've never played the game before, you're like, what the heck? Are you like Star Wolf? What the heck? Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think other games that kind of brings us together is that um, I like scary games. Master oh, Joe does not gosh. like scary games. No, I don't do them. I don't uh, play. But no. like Last of Us wasn't that scary. It wasn't that scary. It had its moments. Though. Yeah, it had its moments. But any time that I had like I could like I had a hard time getting past a certain part of the level, Master Joe would be you know. Well, see, we had a yin-yang in that you could handle all the creep factor, and I was more, like, technically gifted with the controls. Yes. So, like, you would get us through the part that's too atmospherically creepy for me, and then, like, if you couldn't... If you if you did that, and I watched you, like, 50 times first, right, mm-hmm. to absorb the creep, <laughs> and then if you still couldn't do it, I'd be like, okay... I think I've built up enough anti-creep to, to try to beat this part for you. Yeah. And then they would get through it. I have a really cool uh, YouTube video of one of those moments where it was just super clutch. Getting down to like one more bullet in the chamber before a reload. And there was Which a clicker. Oh. Remember? Yeah. And uh, I was playing and I, I finally got him. But yeah. I might put that up because that was awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. Let me see. Another game that... Oh, you know? this. Okay, so this this is one that at least for me, kind of like brings us together while also bringing our friends together, which mm-hmm. is like another thing that brings us together. Like if we host a party. It's like bringing together Inception. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's two levels deep of, of connecting, mm-hmm. you know? Because in a way, like if you put on an event, right? Or if you plan like, uh, like you plan that surprise birthday party for me, you mm-hmm. know? And it was like this giant get together with all of our friends, but... For me, it was like, oh, you made this whole event happen, and that was awesome, and so I connect with you on this level, you know. But one of the things that we do is we throw little, like, parties, little get-togethers at our house. And traditionally, we'll throw, like, a Christmas party, and uh, we'll play, like, Nintendo Land, and we'll have everybody bring some, like, desserts and whatnot, and we do little, you know, kind of gag gift presents, you know, from, like, five and below or whatever, and just, you know, just something for people to have. I think one time we wrapped up like some toilet paper and somebody mystery sanded into getting it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but hey, I, I kind of wish these days toilet paper is pretty you know, pretty important. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes we run out and it's like, oh man, need toilet paper. But uh, yeah, just like that whole idea of playing games and inviting people is another kind of thing that brings us together. Nowadays, we'll either do like a board game party or we'll have people over Smash Bros or, you know, who knows what and people will come and play. And at the end of the day, when they all go home, we'll look at each other and be like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. You know, so. Oh, you didn't mention this from the first part of the episode, but like Monster Hunter. 
Monster Hunter. Even though yes. Master Joe is trying to get I'm me into that game. I've, uh, guys, guys, I appeal to you. Any any male out there who has gotten his significant other to play Monster Hunter, please write me uh, an email. <laughs> Go to the contact page at heartpiecepodcast.com and send me your energy because I'm trying over here. We both have 3DSs. We have the tech. We have the tools. We can build it. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't know, man. She's just not into the the idea of... See, for me, it's like, oh, I'm going in there. We're going to go to battle. We're going to take down this giant monster. It's like open world. Like, yeah. It I lacks need, the story. I need an end. Yeah, it lacks a story. Master Wife needs a good story. I mean, it's Monster like, Hunter has like a story. It's like Animal but. Crossing. Yeah, yeah. It just goes I mean, on forever. Like, I played The Sims too, but I love The Sims, but... Nowadays, I don't have enough patience. Even with The Sims, though, you have very clear-cut goals. Like if yeah, you're playing it you're correctly. Career like, and yeah, and you have to have. Okay, now you need a friend. Now you need to up your relationship game. Now you need to, you know, get a better career. Now you have to study or learn a skill. So you always kind of have an objective that you can work towards, even though it's you know open-ended and never ends. But yeah, that is true. But yeah, these games can bring us together, but sometimes Master Joe has a thing with the. Uh, oh man being a couch gamer (laughs) um yeah this is true and it's not pretty (laughs) wait where are you going what are you talking about i'm talking about when you're telling me like if last of us if we're trying if i'm having a trouble with some part and you're telling me like you should do it this way. Why oh, you don't do it this way? Oh, oh, oh. This could be a whole nother episode, but Oh, I see no, that's like backseat gaming. That's yes, what you back mean. Seat. Yeah. Or couch or like not couch no, gaming. No, that's backseat. Yeah, yeah backseat gaming. Or I'm getting better about it though. Passenger gaming. I'm getting good. Passenger gaming. <laughs> <laughs> you are not in the driver's seat. You do not turn my radio. Dang. You asked to turn my radio. Dang, I can't even stand on the podium. No, you can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and that comes from our Mario Kart. <laughs> oh, Mario Kart, that's a game that brings people together. But yeah, um, that's that's definitely one thing. And that goes for, you know, friendships and, uh, you know, intimate relationships and all that too. You kind of have to know what your boundaries are. I mean, you can't just go in there and, you know, everything is your way. You know, you have to, you have to the nature of playing games with people is accepting the way that they play. And yeah. for me, that just means... It's Master Wife that's having a hard time in a game. Not necessarily telling her, well, if you, you know, if you use your radar here and you can see that your enemy is behind you, then they won't kill you, you know, or whatever. But it's kind of to let her figure that out on her own, you know. Other people, they may be like, why you no help me? Why you no tell me about radar? (laughs) You know, (laughs) and you have to kind of, you know, come to that end of the spectrum. But definitely learning kind of what the preferred way of play one good example too like uh i'll use monster hunter for example i have a group of friends will play monster hunter and they're way more experienced than me uh i'm a natural born leader i like to try to like you know lead i like to be in the front uh i can follow directions but i kind of have a natural tendency to take the lead on a lot of things you know what i mean develop the plan mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of something i get from my brother isaac you know starcraft and all that he would we would like you know okay joe what do you want to do okay i think we should attack here you know he would like kind of mm-hmm. build that up in me but i'm not very skilled in monster hunter mm-hmm. so i have to you know learn to kind of hang back and let my friends do the planning and i'll do the following and that that kind of like give and take is something that a lot of gamers have to kind of learn to navigate when you're playing with friends especially mm-hmm. team games like you know who's calling the shots who's saying okay i gotta go here and you gotta listen you know to be able to work and give good teamwork 
everybody can't be, you know, right. Because then you're just butt heads all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? So you got to learn to work together. But I used to be like, it's funny because like the hardest part for Master Joe, I'm generally, I get by. And oh, like, yeah. Yeah. And like if I find a, a part difficult and have a hard time, it'll be easy for you. Yeah. It's weird. And then if it's something that's like stupid easy for me, it'll be the hardest thing in the world for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea why that is. Yeah. And that's kind of like puzzle games. But you. Bruh. <laughs> those, those puzzle can games. bring us together yeah we've recently been uh well master wife bought two puzzle games it's um the puzzler i think P- puzzle agent puzzle agent and puzzle agent two yes and uh she started playing puzzle agent two one one puzzle agent one yeah she wanted to play them yeah, yeah. so she's playing these on steam and i'm just watching her because puzzle games are not my forte i mean i like puzzle games but if i can't figure the puzzle out in like 10 minutes I get frustrated because I'm like, oh, this game's going to take me forever because it takes me so long to do this one puzzle and there's like a million puzzles. But uh, Master Wife is really good at them. So I'll watch her play it and I've been kind of getting into it and there are certain puzzles I'm learning. I don't know why this is, but uh, there was another, like these visual puzzles, you know, where it'll say, look at this picture and, you know, put things on this picture and that's how you solve the puzzle. Like arrange these things in a certain way on the picture and you solve it. So not like a word puzzle or like a, a, a puzzle you have to think or one of those puzzles that's like, you know, person A says this, person mm-hmm. B said this, another person said this. So what did person D say? Like, I hate those puzzles. No, it's like how to get from A to B using these certain logs. Like if you're on a ice. Yeah. Like, and every ski, time you hit a log, your person changes direction. Dr- yeah. So, so you have to figure out what direction they're going to go in you know using them like five logs or something like that yeah. so for me i'm like i don't feel like doing this <laughs> and i'm looking <laughs> at it and i'm like oh problem. there's the answer bam have it yeah you know? but that game is hard <laughs> the puzzles I'm, are kind of tough i'm only on like the fourth puzzle and it's hard to me i'm like maybe i was just sleepy like because i was started the game like really late at night and i like i'm like my mind is like out of this world or like it's gone after like 10 o'clock yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's rough <laughs> yeah, for me so and i get up early so i'm like those early sleepers but yeah so yeah puzzle games yeah that game is not as straightforward as professor layton i mean professor layton puzzles are hard like yeah, yeah. but they're more detailed oriented mm-hmm. versus this one is kind of broad and open but. yeah it's a little abstract you kind of have to do a lot of trial and error with it um, yeah. And the other. hints don't help. No, yeah, the hints are awful. <laughs> <laughs> the hints are so awful. It's like the first two hints do absolutely nothing. The last hint's like, "Here's the answer, you dummy." You're like, "Oh, thanks." Mm, but yeah, yeah they yeah, hints are bad. Um, and this is not a game, but we just started doing this, making puzzles. Yeah, game-related puzzles. We we've, we've done a couple of live streams of uh, building a Super Mario Galaxy 60, 64. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy 64 for the GameCube. Uh, but we started this puzzle, and it's amazing. It's Super Mario Galaxy 1, so it's a picture of um, Mario. It's actually right behind us over here. Uh, it's a picture of Mario and like all the bosses from the first Mario Galaxy. And We're about two-thirds of the way done, just trying to find some more time to do another live stream to finish it. Um, but those have been pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So I'll put some pictures of the completion using our progress. Strength. Yeah. Yeah. So like coming together around doing this puzzle. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, listener. 
When's the last time you did a puzzle? If you're not like 15 years old, it's probably been over 10 years since you've done a puzzle. <laughs> so, I mean, unless you're a puzzle fan or something, you just do puzzles. It's something fun for you. But I can't remember the last time I did a puzzle, but we got the Legend of Zelda, uh, like, Historia puzzle. Mm-hmm. It's like just a map of Legend of Zelda locations. And it's like black blobs. Yeah, that one's like got to be so tan. hard. It's so hard. Everything like, looks it's the gonna same. Be like, yeah, everything looks the same. Like, at least this Mario Galaxy poster, you can kind of tell the difference between between the piranha and like yeah, Mario because of the colors. Factors. Yeah, this one is going to be hard. And they're both 550 like puzzle pieces, but yeah. so not a ton. I mean, it's not like a thousand. Yeah. Uh but it's still difficult. <laughs> it's so hard. But so we we were like, okay, how are we going to do this puzzle? I remember doing puzzles as a kid. I would always start on the edges and I I just do the border cuz you always know what a border piece is. It's flat on one side, you know, you have the four corner pieces, so you know, okay. I can kind of work within that. And so I just started building the perimeter, just doing the border and trying to, you know, guesswork and put the pieces together. Masterway found that she was really good at just like zeroing in on one location and finding pieces to go there. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the lettering in Super Mario Galaxy, uh, she was like, just find me all the letter pieces. And the letter pieces, they're they're straight. They have like, you know, straight lines going through them because the letters are blocky. Mm -hmm. So I would find those pieces, all of them I could see, and just give them Master Wife. And she would just put them things together, man. I mean, it took a while, but she would just put them together. And for me, it's like, (laughs) I tried to put Mario together. He's like this big. He's not very, there's not a whole lot going on there, but he's big enough to have enough pieces. Mm -hmm. And it took me forever. But that's one thing we've definitely been getting into is puzzling. Yeah, and that brings up another point about finding games that bring whoever you want to together. Yeah. Your siblings. Like, think about your strengths and your weaknesses and how you can, like, utilize those in whatever game that you... Oh, yeah, good point. ...that you play. Yeah. Jeez, I never even thought about it that way. It's almost like a a class-based third-person shooter, you know, like Team Fortress 2 or something. You've Mm -hmm. got your medic and then you've got your spy and everybody has different abilities. So I was the border patrol person and you were the fine detail person yeah and that's another like tabletop games has starting to like Mm -hmm. like we started using tabletop games even though sometimes i'm very competitive at tabletop games sometimes (laughs) sometimes sometimes Sometimes. all the time Mm. all guys you wouldn't even believe what this woman says to me when we're playing (laughs) freaking tabletop games is like whoo Good thing I put the couch in the game room. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no. She always goes for me first. Like, no matter what it is, if there's a, a ability to get other players out, she's always gunning for me first. Like, no matter what, I'm always public enemy number one. It's really fun. It comes with the territory, I guess. But, yeah. you know, that's fine. That's all good. <laughs> uh, shoot. I was thinking about Mario. One of the games that we played that you may not have you know, been thinking about recently, because it's been a long time since we played it, but I thought about maybe going back through it with you, is uh, Super Mario 3D World for the Wii U. Mm. And we played through all of that daggone thing and all like the crazy boo houses and all that. Because that's up to four people co-op, but mm. it's really nice when you play it with two people. You know, you don't have to like wait for everybody and uh, there's less people to manage. So that was a lot of fun. Like, Mario I Galaxy. All that with you. Mario Galaxy, we played together. Like, we'd take turns. Yeah, yeah. And the other person would just, you know, do the little star wand thing. Mm -hmm. Get the star bits. That was a lot of fun, yeah. But there's the other thing. You don't always have to find games that 
has like co-op mod co-op mod mod, mod. <laughs> co- <laughs> lots of mods out there modding you know in the console world yeah gaming. co-op modes um you can like take turns or you can watch the other person play if you just want to spend time with them because some of these games i cannot play like i can't play well master joe tried to get me into awesome knots but she did play it though. She played it one time. Yeah, it was and fun. And she had fun. It was fun. I she, played just against the computers, but she I was, was playing as Penny Fox. Yeah. For those of you that know Awesome Knots, which is a pretty complicated character in that she's a melee character and then she can switch to a ranged character and she's got abilities and all this. I liked her. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, they have, I don't even know, like maybe 20 people you can choose from. And we just went in there and said, okay, I'm going to be Coco Nebulon because I'm Coco Nebulon. But you can either be Coco or you can be somebody else. And so she just went through and settled on Penny Fox. Yeah. But yeah, like most of the games that Joseph play, Master Joe plays, I, I can't play or I'm not really into him that much. <laughs> you but could I, play. But I like watching him play. So it's really fun. And sometimes I'm like into the games more than he is. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you guys today, I was streaming Splatoon. And was it Splatoon? Yeah. I was streaming Splatoon. Master Rob was watching and like I was I was fighting and I was trying to, you know, get I was playing the ranked mode tower control and I'm fighting and, you know, trying to get the squids and, you know, take them out and everything and move the tower up. And every time there was a battle, Master Rob be like, oh, oh, good thing. I, oh, oh, geez, wait. No, no. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God, I don't know what is happening. <laughs> and uh, it's just like she gets so like emotionally invested in the games. That's one of the things I really like about her because me, the way I always describe it, I just see everything. Everything is just ones and zeros. Like I see everything in the matrix and I don't know why that is. I've been playing games a long time. So like you catch on to kind of what I call gamer logic where you just know that's a secret. Like there's a secret behind like this wall probably can break. It doesn't look like it can break, but based on my experiences playing Metroid and all these other games, and this is a game like that, I would assume that this wall would break up. It breaks gamer logic, you know, like, that type of thing. Whereas Master Wife, when she plays a game, she just plays it as it's meant to be. Like it's really mm-hmm. raw motion. If if she's playing Last of Us and it monster comes out, like she's like, <gasps> or if you know something happens and it's mm-hmm. sad, she's sad. You know, like she she plays with her emotions, and I'm just I don't know. I, I envy that so much because <laughs> I don't know. I lost that somewhere along the line, and now it's like, oh. I see. I've died. Well, I'll respawn in five seconds and it won't be a problem. <laughs> no, like, I, I feel nothing. <laughs> yes, he's a robot. I am I, I am a robot. He lives in the Matrix. I live in the Matrix. <laughs> he did not take the blue pill. I did not take oh, the, red pill. the red pill. I <laughs> took the blue pill. <laughs> I stayed in the Matrix. Uh, but no, oh, Matrix, that's another game that we have that I want to finish playing through. Matrix... Yep. For, I played it for the PlayStation. No, for the GameCube. Yeah, for the GameCube. But I think we have it now for the PlayStation 2. Yeah. <laughs> Enter the Matrix, I think that one's called. Huh. But yeah, so, so many games. So and many games. I hope you and you guys at home really enjoyed our journey down memory lane, thinking about the games that brought us together with our friends, with our siblings, and with our significant others now mm-hmm. today. And I hope you will 
all think about the games that brought you together when you were younger and what games can bring you together in the future. Absolutely. And think about also how games, you know, continue to develop your relationship even as you grow up. You know what I mean? Like after you kind of grow out of playing whatever it is you're playing or you start to move on, you may find yourself doing unconventional gaming things like building puzzles together mm-hmm. or finding when the next video game live symphony orchestra will be. That's one of the things Master Wife and I like to do a lot now is uh, go to the orchestra, like Zelda orchestra and all that type of stuff and, you know, watch video game music being played live. You know, all those types of things because it never gets old. So keep those things in mind, everybody. As always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, or at heartpiecepodcast.com. And if you have some time, please leave us a review on iTunes. Helps us be even more visible. And yeah, and let us know what type of games you've played. Yes. Together. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, send us some send us some some comments. We can uh, go to heartbeatspodcast.com and just scroll down in the comments of this particular episode and let us know what kind of games you guys played, what you know, what friends you met through gaming uh, then and now, and what kinds of things you do with people you know now. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have a great day wherever you go. Yes, may you be strengthened to handle the week ahead. The week ahead. (laughs) And become masters. Oh, it's Monday yet, is it not? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time. Peace out, heart pieces.